When someone else is managing your business for you, uh, I think that it's very easy to just check out, especially if sponsorships make up a large percentage of your income. Having a manager to help you, specifically a manager when you're looking to do those big things, is gonna save you time. And time is the only resource we do not have more of, and time is the thing that is gonna prevent you from getting where you wanna go, ultimately. Welcome to Creator Debates, where we have stupid arguments to help creators make smart decisions. My name is Justin Moore. I'm the founder of Creator Wizard. I'm your host and referee. Today, we're talking about whether or not you need a manager as a creator. See, when you start publishing content on the internet, the business side of it is usually the last thing on your mind, right? You just want to focus on making cool stuff. Come on. But then maybe you start making a little bit of money. Right? Maybe your schedule starts getting really hectic. Maybe you start dreaming of more ambitious projects that you're not really sure how to pull off. And so this idea starts creeping into your mind. Maybe I should hire someone to help me. Then all of a sudden, like a bolt of lightning, you think, I've got it. I'll hire a manager. But wait a minute. What does a manager do? Could they get me paid sponsorships? Could they respond to emails from me? Would I have a craving for Sprinkles cupcakes at 3 a.m. on a Wednesday? Could they go pick it up for me at the cupcake ATM? These are important questions, right? So in order to figure out what the heck a manager really is and whether they're awesome or terrible, I had to ask an expert here to settle this debate once and for all. Kevin Herrera is the co-founder and CEO of The Machine, which provides full-service sponsorship operations and management for the creator economy. Kevin also spent many years as an agent at the Gersh Agency, so he knows a thing or two about working with talent and what makes this industry tick. But in the other corner, we have me, Justin Moore, sponsorship coach, who has very vocally chosen not to be a manager or have a roster and instead educate creators around sponsorship strategy so they can take control of their own destinies. And because moderating and competing in a debate would be super unfair, even though it's my podcast, I can make up the rules. I'm not going to do it though. I asked Dee Brissett, our very own community and programs manager here at Creator Wizard to take over today as the referee. So by the end of this episode, you'll know when is the right time to start thinking about hiring a manager or if you even need one at all. What qualities and skills to look for in a manager. And honestly, the only thing I actually care about, who is a better creator debater, Kevin or me? Yes, so let's get into opening arguments. Kevin, you're up first. Why do you feel hiring a manager is generally a good move for creators? You have two minutes. A good move, but generally, thanks first, Justin, thanks for having me so much. <laughs> I really love what you do um, and what you give to the community. Having a manager, having a representative, having a team, I think is the most important thing for a creator that's looking to scale what they do from being a hobby to being their job, a business. Because really, like you start out doing creativity because it's fun and you love it and you have something to say. But when you get to a certain size, you can't do everything alone. If you try to do everything alone, you're going to end up burning out, which is the biggest thing, I think, for anybody that is a creator in the, the traditional now sense of the word. Um, but then beyond burnout, it's just, are you still having fun? Because it starts out as fun and like business when it's fun is going to grow and is going to become something that you want to continue to do. So I think having a manager and having somebody on your side in your corner is, is always good for scaling. Wow, Kevin, that was a great response. As a creator who doesn't have a manager, you're speaking to my heart when you say burnout and having fun. <laughs> That's a really great response. Justin, it's your turn. Tell us why hiring a manager is a terrible idea. You've got two minutes. Ooh, okay, here we go. So here we go. 
When someone else is managing your business for you, uh, I think that it's very easy to just check out, especially if sponsorships make up a large percentage of your income. What happens if that manager quits or they do a really bad job or they represent you poorly uh, in the market and they sully your reputation? Uh, I believe that that represents a non trivial risk as a creator. I can speak to this personally, uh, that when my wife April and I were starting out, we had no idea what we were doing. So it felt like it was the right move to hire someone else, but we quickly we quickly realized that uh, mileage may vary <laughs> depending on whose horse you hitch to. Um, also, do you really know this person, right? Maybe you uh, got recommended them, you know, you, you were introduced to them uh, through a friend of a friend. Uh, now they're getting a huge percentage of your income. Obviously, I believe that 80% of something is better than 100% of zero, let's be clear, of course. But you do need to be very careful about who you let represent you in uh, the market. And just real quickly, when I ran the agency, um, I was on the receiving end of a lot of interactions with managers, okay? I probably exchanged 10,000 uh, emails with creators and their managers and so on. And some managers are so unprofessional. I, I've had some cuss me out. I've had some, you know, take super long to respond. Like, be just generally not being great advocates of their clients. Sometimes I would even want to like DM the creator directly and be like, do you have any idea how unprofessional your manager is being? But it was just like, I just never went there. But like, if I was a creator, I would want to know that. And I feel as though that, uh, that's just like, is a really scary thing to me, especially again, if sponsorships represent a large percentage of your business. Yes, Justin, if sponsorships are a large part of your business, that's a huge risk. And honestly, the reason why I haven't even hired a manager yet, it's a little bit scary uh, putting all that trust into someone else. So those are some really great points. Okay, so let's get into round one, which is all about the initial decision. I think one of the most difficult parts of hiring a manager is knowing whether it even makes sense for your creator business. Kevin, I want to start with you. What's the checklist or how can a creator know what these things that these things are happening in their business now? It's time, right? Like, and also what is the difference between hiring an agent and a manager? You've got two minutes. Great question. Uh, start with the agent and the manager. An agent's job, sole job is to drive revenue. That's all their job is. Bring you as much business as possible, as fast as possible, and make sure that you are making the most you can out of what you've built. A manager's job is to help you oversee your entire team, build your team in most cases, and continue to make sure your team is operating at the optimum level. They're your hand to the king. If you've watched Game of Thrones, that's their job. You are the king, you are the queen, you are the head. They are the person that's there to help you execute on your vision and what you want to do. I think there's a lot of creators out there who have the RE from entourage type understanding of what representatives do. And it's not super positive because it's a lampoon on what agents were and did and how they have operated for many decades. It's when you're working with a manager, it's really important to have somebody that you believe in that believes in you and is helping you achieve your vision and what you're trying to do. Uh, if they're trying to force you to do something you don't want to do, that's not the right fit. For the first part of the question, though, when is the right time? When you feel so overwhelmed by doing things for your business that you can't handle it and doing that is hurting your creativity, that is when it's definitely time. It's probably a little bit too late almost. If you're approaching burnout, it's way too late. <laughs> but if you are starting to feel the feelings of, I don't want to do this anymore because of X, give X to somebody else. In some cases, that's a manager. Other cases, it's freelancers, but we can get into that. Awesome. Kevin, 
Those are some really interesting points, but I also wanted to ask, what is a checklist that a creator can use or follow and how can like they know if these things are happening in their business? If it's time. So a checklist of items to know when it's time. I'd say off the top, um, a certain level of revenue. We typically look at 30K of revenue per month uh, when it comes to sponsorships. If you're specifically looking at sponsorships, which I think should be and should make a bulk of your income as a creator in this sphere and in this timeline. Network TV has been recreated in the influencer marketing world. You are NBC, you are CBS, you should have a certain level of interest for your work before you bring on somebody that's working in the creator management space. There are managers that are not creator managers, that might not be a right fit for you. Um, but I would say that the checkpoints, a certain level of revenue are what we say is 30K when it comes to sponsorship management and operations. Um, but it could be less than that. And if you're doing, if you get a list, make a checklist for yourself. If you're going through your day and as you're writing down things in, I like to do this, I don't like to do, when this list is bigger than this list, then it's definitely time to be bringing on somebody, even if you don't have revenue coming in. Uh, if you've built that level of a following and you have that much output you need to put out, it might just need to be bringing on somebody to help you monetize that thing and find the right team members to do that and you could bring a manager in. But I think make a checklist for yourself and go through your day or a week or a month and look at how the disparity between the two sides. I love doing this, this fills me up. I hate doing this, this drags me down. If this list is too big, you need to get someone to come in. I love that. I feel like most creators have a running checklist going on at some place, whether it's digital or on paper and pen. So. That's totally doable. I think anyone can do that. Uh, Justin, what about you? Are there any qualities or obvious creator characteristics that make having a manager the wrong move? First of all, wow, 30K a month, Kevin, that's pretty steep. Like, I, I think that yeah. that excludes the vast majority of creators. And in fact, uh, like most creators who reach out to me asking, hey, can you introduce me to a manager? They're nowhere near that, which is interesting because I think a lot of creators think that uh, getting a manager, it will be be the pathway to get them any, anywhere close to 30K. But anyways, we could, we, could, we could shelve that for a second. So I firmly believe that uh, when creators think they need a manager, they actually need a virtual assistant or a personal assistant or an editor or something. You kind of alluded to this, Kevin. But just, again, someone to manage their email inbox, someone to help keep them you know, on track with deadlines and dates. You do not need a manager taking 20% of every deal uh, to do that. It, it has been uh, my experience that uh, when, when you as the creator can show up to a Zoom call or a phone call with the brand or the agency, rather than delegating that to your manager, you are gonna close way more deals. You're gonna get paid, make way more money uh, because uh, that's why they wanted to partner with you in the first place, not your manager. You are special. Give them access to you. And another hair that I think we need to split here uh, is the gulf between, uh, you know, being a social media creator and an owned platform creator, right? Think podcasters, newsletter operators, course creators, whatever. Um, you almost never hear, oh, a Twitter influencer or a podcaster say that they have managers. I mean, it definitely happens, but uh, it's, it's just more rare. And I think it's for a few reasons. One uh, is that there's just less obvious inbound deal flow, right? Number two, uh, the deal sizes tend to be smaller. Number three is that it's just not as shiny as having a million followers on YouTube or TikTok or something. Uh, and so I, I tend to think that it's usually the wrong move unless you're very unique to hire a manager in those situations. Wow, that's a really interesting response, Justin. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for sharing that. There's so much to take away from that. Number one, creators, you know, you're special. You, you do a lot, so keep that in mind. And you're right about the VA. I find that 
I find that oftentimes even myself as a creator, sometimes I wonder like, what do I need? Maybe I need an assistant. But, you know, like you really have to be able to do as Kevin said, write down your checklist, make sure you see like what areas you need help with. And along with what you said, Justin, understanding like what you actually need the help with though. Very interesting. And that's the end of round one. Moving on to round two, let's talk about money. Justin, I want to go with you first on this one. Tell me why you think you'll actually make more money if you don't hire a manager. You've got two minutes. Okay, aside from the obvious uh, that you won't have to pay some out someone a percentage of every deal, um, you will start to build direct relationships with brands and agencies, right? Managers might come and go. But uh, if you take it upon yourself to own that little black book, right, or that Rolodex, you will always be in control of your own destiny. Um, also, at least in my experience, uh, creators have a tendency to just kind of defer to their manager's advice on business-related things because they feel as though they have more, more experience. But uh, one of the reasons that you as a creator have become so successful is because you followed your own gut to know what your audience wants from you. Uh, I Honestly, I just don't buy the excuse that, oh, I'm, I'm good at the creative stuff. I just want to focus on that and just hire someone, someone else to keep the lights on and help us make money. If you are a serious creator who wants to have a long career and wants to build a business, you have to educate yourself yourself on the business side of things uh, as well. I just think it's an absolute cop-out. Cop uh, also, uh, not everything has to be transactional or about dollars and cents. Think about it. Uh, a purely commission-based relationship with a manager, I believe, has misaligned incentives. They are only compensated if uh, they bring you deals that, that, that they get compensated on, right? Um, but what about when there are partnership opportunities that don't involve money? Right. Maybe uh, someone is asking you to speak to their private community or membership and it could really put you uh, on the map or uh, I've done loads of those types of uh, those types of partnerships for free that ultimately led to more paid enrollments in my courses and more paid one on one coaching. But if I had a manager, if I had an agent who was essentially mandating that I couldn't do stuff like that uh, or it's like going to affect my positioning in the market or something, I would feel like that would stunt my growth. Uh, now, of course, I'm taking this the extreme. I'm not all managers like that, but I just think it's just something to consider. Kevin, what about you? How will hiring a manager turn you into a mega zillionaire? It takes a lot of work, a lot of time. Um, I, I think Justin's points are valid for sure. Um, when you're an individual and you want to take things on your own, but there is a, there's a capacity wall that you're going to hit and you're going to be extremely, like you could be the most brilliant person that can do it all, but that burnout word is right there and it's right there hovering waiting for you. And if you burn out and you're no longer able to compete and keep doing what you do at the highest level, like an athlete is competing, you know, if you're Tom Brady, Tom Brady doesn't throw the ball and catch the ball and run the ball and also play defense and do special teams. Like he's a hyper athlete who's hyper focused on like what he does best. And he has a team around him that's helping him do that and lifting him up to the next level. He could probably still play as one player in high school if he wanted to stay at high school level as a 40 year old person, but that's just not going to work. And that's where having a team and having a representative, having a manager, the right one that fits you, that knows your goals and is working towards helping you achieve your goals comes in and is key. We have clients we work with that do free work, um, but it's strategic. It's not just, oh yeah, I'm, I was asked to do this thing for free, I'm gonna do it. It's, does this fit into our overall vision of what our goal is with your business? If yes, then let's explore. If no, then you have us to defer in a nice way because that non-paying thing could turn into a paying thing down the line or that executive could move from that job to another job 
And this is a I give away for free job where I'm just trying to get as much as I can out of creators. And this job is I have gigantic budgets and I'm ready to go. And I remember working with Justin when he did something for me for free and it was smooth sailing because his representative was awesome. I'm going to hit up his rep or I'm going to hit up Justin. Let's go. And I've seen that happen over and over and over again. I think it's really important though to make sure you have the right representative and knowing that when you don't know about the business side is not easy. So it's hard, but for some, um, but I think that having a representative is going to help you get where you want to go faster and you will make more from the work that you have that's in front of you as well. Wow. Justin, I'm sure you want to chime in on that one. But first, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by ConvertKit and their craft and commerce conference, which is happening June 8th to the 10th in Boise, Idaho. And tickets are going fast. This three-day event is designed to help you connect with fellow creators, learn from experts, and discover tools and strategies to grow your business. Craft and commerce includes inspiring keynotes, workshops, like one for me, meetups, live ConvertKit support, and social events. This is the perfect opportunity to gain valuable insights, network with your peers, and have a blast doing it. Right now, you can take $50 off your craft and commerce ticket. Want to bring a friend? You'll save even more. Go to conference.convertkit.com. That's conference.convertkit.com. Justin, thoughts on Kevin's argument? You have one minute. All right. So, okay. I I must say I do like your sports analogy, uh, Kevin. Um, although I don't like Tom Brady. Uh, I, I really, I'm a big I'm a big Niners fan. So, although Brady might be on the Niners next year, we'll see. I don't know. But um, I, I think it's an apt analogy. However, uh, one thing I say is that is just the an infinitesimally small percentage of creators who are ever going to get to that point. The long tail of creators, the mid-tier creators, they're never going to get to that point where they're going pro and they need this giant team. Yes, that I, I, I concede, I will concede that, you know, when you get to that level and you're making 30K plus a month, yeah, like hiring team members, hiring, that's all good and well, but for the most, you know, for, for the most creators, that's not relevant. I will say just real quickly that um, it's really, I, I, it's really surprised me though. I have had a lot of creators who have said, oh, I just made up an email address like management at creatorsname.com or whatever. And I started like pretending to be a manager and I started getting paid more. Just having like a pretend intermediary between me and the brand. I was shocked at how many people do this, but it's a thing. A lot of people do this and I'm a little, always a little uncomfortable with, with deception like that. But I do concede like there is something of like having this like intermediary where, you know, you don't have to be the bad guy or girl uh, and you can deliver feedback. You can kind of be the liaison. Uh, and, and so I, I do I, I hear you on that but it just the whole thing is just a little weird to me I don't know all right and that's the end of round two now let's get into round three and what I think is a critical part of this debate your career Kevin let's say that I'm a creator who wants to do big things I actually am a creator who wants to do things <laughs> maybe I want to write a book or maybe I want to be on tv or in movies or you know launch like a product line that sells at Target Tell me why hiring a manager is the smartest move to make that happen. You have two minutes. You are a creator doing big things, by the way. I just want to put that out there. D is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, having a manager to help you, specifically a manager, when you're looking to do those big things is going to save you time. And time is the only resource we do not have more of. And time is the thing that is going to prevent you from getting where you want to go ultimately. So when you have a big goal, you have to break it down into small bite-sized pieces that you can handle and you can take over. When you have those small little bite-sized pieces, if you're having to do every single bite-sized piece, but if, and it's not relevant to you, 
then it's just taking longer to get where you're going to go. I believe in everybody. And if you stay focused and you are coming from a good intention that's not selfish, I think you're going to succeed no matter what. But how fast are you going to get there and how big can you go? If your vision is truly gigantic, how far can you go alone would be what I'd say to any creator that has that question. And why a representative would matter and why a manager matters specifically is being able to keep you on track to make sure that your time spend is efficient. Like that's the most important thing I think in having a representative or any team member is does it make you go faster? Does it save you time? Because time is so, so finite and having a kid now understanding how finite time is and how short it all is. It's very, very important to be strategic. Yes, definitely. Kevin, I feel like you're speaking to my heart when you touched on time. I'm always chasing time like nobody's business. Justin, it's your turn. Why is it easier to do big things without a manager? Okay, so I do I do agree that you need to focus on your zone of genius. So I'll give you that one, Kevin. Um, but what I believe is that it all comes down to who are the gatekeepers, right? It used to be that if you wanted to reach millions or tens of millions of people, you had to get a TV show. Right. But now we've seen that regular kind of everyday people can do that on YouTube or on podcasts. Right. Um, there there exists a massive uh, cottage industry of like middlemen and broker, brokers who uh, will tell you that the only possible way to get a TV show or to get a book published or to go on tour is you have to pay them lots of money. And so, again, I will concede that if speed is your biggest priority. Yeah. Just getting it launched as quickly as possible. Yeah. Maybe it makes sense to throw money at the problem and hire uh, those types of incumbents for the job. However, if you have a huge vision, as you mentioned, Kevin, I believe it's, in my opinion, it's actually okay to go slowly, figure everything out, make so much noise that the traditional players just can't help but notice you, and then they come to you. And I also want to mention that uh, it's okay to not want big, ambitious things. I've, I've met a, a lot of creators like this over the years who just keep taking on bigger and bigger projects, not because they truly wanted to, but uh, they just thought, well, I guess that's what you do. That's what everyone does. And now I got to write a book or now I got to do this or that or whatever. I'm going to launch a merch or whatever. But if you were a creator who is watching or listening to this right now, I am giving you permission that if you're content with the life that you've built and the content that you make, that's enough. And if you have big ambitions, that's awesome too, right? My point is that there are many paths up the mountain and true happiness is going to look different for every single creator. Wow, that is super interesting. I don't think I hear that very often that it's okay to have big ambitions or to not have big ambitions as long as you're happy with where you're at. That is that's definitely true. And, you know, you both have brought some really good arguments to the table. But Kevin, Justin, it's time to make your final appeal. On the other end of your camera, on the other end of your microphone, there's a creator relying on you to make this tough decision. Convince them why hiring a manager would be either fantastic or catastrophic for their creator business. Kevin, you have one minute. Hi, creator. Thank you so much for reaching out. I really appreciate uh, that you thought of this for this opportunity to work with you and help your career expand and grow and be what it could be, everything that it could be. I think working with us is going to allow you to do more than you could otherwise. You're going to make more revenue. You're going to make smarter moves. You're going to save time. You're not going to burn out. You're not going to be on the hamster wheel of content and influence with quotes around it and not able to get off to go on a vacation. You're Walt Disney and you're Walt when he was first doing with It By Works, I think is how you say his name, his first three shorts and they were viral and they, they hit. And now you're looking to take that next step to build your team, to hire a few animators maybe to help you do your next piece so you don't have to do it all alone. 
and hiring the right salespeople to really sell what you've made and what you've built. And you have a vision for other things that you want to make. You maybe want to do a book. You maybe want to get into, into traditional television and films. Maybe not because you're the new traditional anyway. Um, but if you want to play that game, we're experts in it. We know it and we know the right people if we aren't the subject matter expert to get you to. So working with a representative is going to help you get where you're going faster, better, more efficient, and you're going to be happier in the end. Awesome. Justin, you're up. All right, listen, there's going to be lots of people who come and go in your creator business. There's going to be friends, people you thought were friends who try to use you, freelancers, maybe employees. But regardless of your ambitions, there is only one person who will ever truly care as much as you do, and that's you. So you cannot just push the business side of things off to someone else. It's your job to understand how everything works, how money flows in and out of your business, okay? And, uh, you know, you have to know where you want the business to go, okay? You cannot just... Uh, float aimlessly along, changing directions, changing strategies. Uh, okay, hiring a manager uh, is not the miracle solution to all your problems. And yes, some managers absolutely have your best interests at heart, but the risk is too great to roll the dice on someone tanking your reputation. Take your future into your own hands and educate yourself. Thank you. Thank you so much, Kevin and Justin. And now you, dear creator, watching or listening who won this creator debate you can vote by clicking the link in this episode description or letting us know on social media by tagging at creator debates don't forget to tag justin and kevin and kevin by the way hit us with your call to action where can people learn more uh, and follow you on social media themachine.la for our url you can check us out at join the machine across all social media platforms i myself am at kevin underscore herrera h-e-r-r-e-r-a on Twitter and then on other platforms, I'm at Ha Expo, H A H X P O, because Kevin Herrera was taken. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just real quickly, why I love following you, Kevin. Um, you know, so we we've done a ton of deals together. Like when I had ran my agency back in the day, and and one thing uh, that always struck me uh, about you was how professional you were, how on it you were, uh, and compared to many other managers that I've worked with, uh, start to finish, it was like a cakewalk. And uh, though we might have different perspectives on just management overall, I truly feel like the contributions that you're making to this industry are hugely valuable and necessary for many creators. Uh, so so thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. And uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing who won the debate. <laughs> Absolutely. And finally, shameless plug. If you want to get paid sponsorship opportunities with brands, make sure to sign up for my free weekly newsletter at creatorwizard.com uh, slash join. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, leave a comment if you loved it. Also, it's okay if you hated it, please leave a comment as well. Tell us why. Uh, and if you're listening, well, you're going to rate it in your uh, favorite podcast player, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever, all these players, right? Uh, and so, all right. That is a wrap. Until next time.